Hello, everyone. My name is Sharon S. Davis, and most of my listeners know me from my mommy moments on Facebook. Thank you for joining me today to hear about my caregiver journey for my mom. As promised from my last meeting with you all, I said I was going to have some special guests. So our first special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Shakita, um, a.k.a. Kita. I'm the youngest of the clan. I'm the baby. Awesome. And I felt that this would be great for me to involve the siblings to share their point of view about the caregiver journey. Because again, when I talked about having a team, you also have to include family. So you ready to get started, Kita? Mm-hmm. Hey, well, my question for you, if you'd like to share, how did you feel when mom was first diagnosed with dementia? When mommy was first diagnosed with dementia, so um, I think I was more so afraid. I was sad, angry, the whole spectrum of grief, um, terrified mostly because I didn't know what that was going to look like in the future. Um, what, what I always I went straight to how it ends and not the journey to getting to the ending. Um, which I didn't process at that time. So yeah, that being the initial dementia diagnosis, that's what it was. And I also had some things in my personal life going on, being a new mom, a single mom in college at the time. So it was a lot going on. Okay. Now, being the single mom, did you see anything that just seemed that kind of off before the initial diagnosis? So I should have, in hindsight, which is 2020, I should have noticed there were signs or flags, but I didn't. Um, what brought it to my forefront was like when we visited her and she had like um, in a Tyler Perry movie. I still don't know the name of it. Maybe I should Google it real quick. Uh, the Family That Prays. Okay, cool. Um, the the Tyler Perry movie where the um, lady had the post-it notes in the bathroom and reminded her of certain stuff. And mommy would put the keys in the refrigerator or small, small stuff that should ha- I should have noticed or like a small, oh yeah, that's right, you know, Swiss cheese memory. Because that's what I call it now. Um, but yeah, but she definitely had the post-it notes up to remind her of certain stuff or don't forget this, that, and the third. So she, when she had the pseudo-dementia, which was, but um, that's hindsight. So I can't watch that movie because it literally was how my mom started. Okay. Now, how does it feel going through this journey with mom, having the dementia, Alzheimer's for 10 years now? It sucks. It my mom and I were, I know most people like, oh, your parents aren't your friends. My mom was my friend. Once we made it through teenage years, I appreciated everything my mom did for me. Like, this is the strongest woman I've known. She's the best mother for me, the best mom. Um, our relationship is nothing I couldn't go talk to my mom about. I would wake up in the morning, call her from college to, I would say, when she stopped. I guess when you started taking care of her, maybe when she lost that cell phone, I would talk to my mom two, three times a day. Like, I would wake up, call her, go to sleep, call her, talk to her throughout the day at work, you know, just throughout life. That was her wisdom, her confidence, her support. She called me on the rug. She loved my personality. I loved hers. We could make each other laugh. We talked about everything under the sun. And when I say everything, everything, um, 
So it's it's been sucky because it's days now that I need my mom or I need that knowledge or I need something from her from raising a teenage daughter such as myself. I'm raising my teenage daughter that I want to call my mom and be like, Mom, did I do this? How could you have this? This girl crazy. You know, I need my mom. Um, and although she's here in the flesh, it's not her. So it sucks. I mourn a loss um, where most people lose their parents and they mourn that one loss. I'm losing my best friend that I talk to. Now I'm losing the ability to have a good conversation with her. Then I've lost the ability to make her laugh. Now I'm losing the ability of her recognizing who I am. She thinks my daughter is me. Cool, we look alike. Okay, we'll take that. Um, the ability for her to really encompass, yo, she's got grandkids. She's got a grandson. Like, he's everything everyone wanted for so many years. He's the first boy and how many blood not, you know, this is, so, um, so it sucks. It really sucks. It's, um, cruel and unusual punishment to have to, dis- to experience this. Yeah. But I was very happy today when you did a video chat and mom recognized him. She may not have known it was her grandson, but she recognized it was a baby boy. And she said, my baby. Well, perspective. She didn't recognize that's her grandson, A. She recognized that was a baby. Yes, it made her smile. And it's a baby, which babies bring laughter and joy and blah, blah, blah. And he's not a baby. He's a toddler, but his voice. So she didn't know that that's her grandson to be like, oh, that's my grand boy, my grandson. Oh, that's my grandbaby. She didn't say that, Sharon Sharon. So it's perspective. So I appreciate you looking for the silver lining. But if we're going to be transparent, we're going to be transparent. Okay. Well, I thought she said my baby, but you're saying she just said baby. She's like, the baby. Like, literally. Oh, The baby. All right. Yes, I'm always looking for the sunshine. You Which are- is fine, but and I'm more realistic focused. So I have to bring you and Sheila back into reality. Yes. That's my role for y'all. Okay. And before I call Sheila, one more question. What would you like to share to anyone that tells you that they're beginning this dementia journey? Memories. I'm glad that we've had the memories that we do have. I appreciate how you definitely went and you said you were going to get the timeshare so we could create these memories. I appreciate just the involvement that, and I love my mom's relationship that I've had with her. So I'm rested well knowing I've had experience and I've seen the strong woman she is. So this right now sucks to see her in this vulnerable state. And it's just cruel and unusual to see her go through this, like mourning a different loss. Like it's it's loss after loss. But I have to pull from the great memories. Like I, I feed that into my kids now. I feed that into my daughter, especially. I was like, you know, I was 16, I was 15. We were different. We're different, you know. I have, I may have been off the porch, and my daughter's still kind of on the porch, but she's got a little attitude problem on the porch. You know what I'm saying? So, but also my mom worked three jobs. It was not the time of my life. I can't recall my mom wasn't a school bus driver or worked at the hospital or a foster parent. You know, so just the strongness that we've built. Um, so just continue those memories. Going to Massanutten was definitely awesome. Keeping her while you go on vacation was awesome. Um, it was stressful during the time, but it's awesome. We still have those memories. My mom would sit and do Kira's hair. Um, it, 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 we have memories, and so those are what we're going to have to hold on to. Did you try creating, keeping any 
videos of that time you had with mom? Most definitely. You know, I got the videos of her singing. I got videos of her dancing in my phone. We, I made the um, CDs from when we surprised her with the um, 50th birthday party. This is like probably when it was really starting, but none of us really knew it. Um, when she got, got the house or after the house. But we got all those memories. I have pictures always. You know me. I love snapping a picture, baby. We gonna have these. Um, I try to do small creative stuff. Like we made shirts. Um, the blanket for her. Um, you know, just small stuff that I think is very more so for us than her because she really isn't aware of what we're doing if that makes sense mm -hmm. but it's more so for us than for her well thank you Sheeta for that it sounds like Sheila has joined the line so thank you for your time and I'll go ahead and talk with Sheila hi hello hi Sheila how are you all right and you all doing just great can you introduce yourself for my podcasters my name is Sheila D Nicole Davis. Welcome. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, I've already heard Shakita's pers perspective. Now it's time for me to hear yours. How did you feel when mom was first diagnosed with dementia? My um, boss told me that, Sheila, you need to get your mother checked out. It seemed like she has dementia. And when she told me that, I could not believe it. I just did not think it was true. The very first thing I did was call you and said what my boss told to me. They told me also that she needed to stop driving. She would, she um, would need to be taken care of and all I did was sit there and cry because I was so weak. I felt, what am I going to do? My mom's my life. She gave me everything. I listened up to her, and now I'm going to have to take care of her. And I was so scared. They noticed it before I even did. Both of my boss. Probably because so what would the sound presented that had them think that? Well, they were social workers and they worked with teenagers that had dementia and young adults. So it was their job. So there's some teenagers that have dementia? Yes. It's a, it's a group home off of Sharon Amity where there's some teenagers that has dementia I don't know the name of the group home, but I just know where is it at. Okay. okay. Well, I didn't know about mom's dementia diagnosis until Adult Protective Services was contacted. No, I called you because I was at work and I was crying and said that my boss thinks that something's wrong with my mama. It seems like she may have dementia. I don't remember that conversation because I actually had to wait for the diagnosis from the doctor. Oh, okay. So this is interesting. Um, so that may have happened all doing at the same time because I will admit I didn't get the first diagnosis until Adult Protective Services was involved and that and we had to come up with a care plan. And that was discussed during my first podcast on how I ended up getting involved with taking with mom's care. But you mentioned that you were going to take care of mom. So how did I end up taking care of mom? Because I couldn't. Dr. Connor told me 
that this would be a process that I wouldn't be able to relate to real well. And he was right. Okay. So how does it feel now going through this journey with mom having the dementia, Alzheimer's for 10 years? Well, I just felt like it was a slippery slope, slope, excuse me, because I felt like I want to grasp on the situation and want to help, and I see no way of me helping. The day that she went to go bowling with me and she had dementia, I was doing it to encourage her to like something, find something she'd like, and have fun. And so she fell, and then she didn't want to go bowling anymore. So I took her to my cheerleading game, and then she cheered me on, but she didn't want to go anymore because she couldn't do it herself. And then... And I've done something like that similar, too. And tennis. Um, I remember taking mom with me to go line dancing, um, line dancing classes. And that's when I learned. So that was a part of the denial. I was thinking if I get mom active and doing something, give her a new interest, then that would delay the process or reverse it. But it was a coping mechanism. Did Are you talking? Has anyone communicated that to you? Yeah. Um, I was trying to get her to do something. I felt like if I got her to involved in sports or some Special Olympics, she would go to a different crowd and it would slow up the process. But I was wrong. You can't slow the process down through physical activity. So what would you like to share with anyone that tells you that they're beginning this dementia journey? You have to stand strong. You have to be strong for the person that has it. Try to be there for them. Do not feel like you can't do anything because you always can. You can always help. What I was going to say was that you don't want to make the person with dementia feel bad by saying, remember this, do you remember that? What you should do is step into their world. Whatever they believe is true at that time, you are in that world. If mom thinks she is 12 years old, then you go into her 12-year-old world. That is a great advice. Anything else, any parting words that you want to say? Um, I love my mother. I always will. She stood beside me all my life, especially when I was depressed. And now it's my turn to be there for her. And I'm going to try my best. That's all I can do. Well, awesome. Well, thank you. And that tune in, guys, in two weeks for our next episode. Hello, 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 everyone. It's that time of my podcast where we do the question and answer sessions. And due to some positive feedback from the last time, I've invited my friend Americ on the line. But before she joins, if you have any questions that you would like to hear on the next podcast, please send an email to allsformom at gmail.com. That's A-L-Z-F-O-R-M-O-M 
at gmail.com. Okay, friend, how are you doing today, Demeric? Hello, hello, hello. I'm doing awesome. I'm enjoying this, this warm weather. How are you? I'm doing great. I lost an hour of sleep, but that's okay. It's it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I'm loving this weather. That means it's going to get stay lighter longer. So I'm just ready for the spring to get here. Yes, that's awesome. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started with the questions that came up in the mailbox. What's the first question? Okay, what I wanted to know was, it, are there stages to Alzheimer's? Yes, there are stages to Alzheimer's. Um, just like the stages to dementia, they're all mild, then it goes up through stages for severe. I will admit that I forgot to look up my research on that. But I have this great book that I use as a resource. It's the 36-hour day. Okay. You can get that from Amazon, mm -hmm. and it talks about it. The final stage, of course, as you know, is where you've completely lost all functions with, the, with your brain. But... Um, oh, I feel so bad. I so bad sorry but yes okay. that 36 hour book is a great resource that i have used and i swear by it it is great and it talks to you about all the stages and what you can do as a caregiver to make it through each of those stages okay well no worries i have a separate question okay. so with with alzheimer's and dementia i know you said before that they're all under the same umbrella but is one worse than the other? Like, is dementia worse than Alzheimer's or is Alzheimer's worse than dementia? Okay, so that's a great question. So there are different types of dementia. They're all under the same. Dementia is the overlying symptom. Okay. Alzheimer's make up 60 to 80% of the dementia simply because I call Alzheimer's is what's left. Okay. So Pseudo-dementia is the kind of dementia that I wish everybody would have because it's the only dementia that's reversible. Okay. Pseudo-dementia is a deep depression, basically. Mm -hmm. Depression, you've cured the dementia. Even though you've lost that memory, because once that cell is gone, it's gone. And so if you, for those that have it, that have lost certain functions, you're not getting it back, but the, pro the progression of the dementia has stopped you can move forward on with the rest of your life because we've cured the depression. We've given you, you've gotten your hope back. Lewy body dementia is considered the most aggressive behavior type of dementia. Mm -hmm. And then there's frontal temporal lobe that involves the frontal, the front part of your, your um, dementia. Mm -hmm. One kind of spreads quicker than the others simply because that's where you affect your your verbalizations and your sensories, your thoughts. Okay. There's vascular dementia, which is common for those that have had strokes, heart attacks, or any anything affecting um, your veins, basically. Okay. 
Um, that's why Alzheimer's is considered everything else. And okay. 60 to 80% of the people, because they can't pinpoint exactly what caused that dementia, but they know there is memory loss. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Um, well, that's actually all the questions that I have for now. Okay. Well, thank you. And again, if you supply the questions by Wednesday, we will be there in two weeks with those answers for you. And I promise next time I'll be, I'll do some more research. I completely forgot that question, but I do know enough to recommend. If I don't know something, I will recommend the books that I'm reading that has given me the insight that I need. Okay. Until, until next time, take care. Okay. Thank you. Have a great You're day. Welcome. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you.